Welcome to Retirement Straight Talk with Paul and William, featuring award-winning financial advisor and former host of the Sunday Money Show, News Talk 1010, Paul Baraka and his associate advisor, William Baraka. Creating and keeping wealth does not need to be complicated. Paul and William will cut through confusing and contradictory financial advice to give you the real facts to help you invest better and enjoy a worry-free retirement. The views and opinions expressed in this video may not necessarily reflect those of IPC Securities Corporation. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon as a basis for investment decisions. Good afternoon, Paul, and good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Episode 3 of Retirement Straight Talk with Paul and William. Today, we're going to be covering the four questions you should ask before hiring an advisor. Great question. And hi to everyone. Great question. Again, in in my three decades in this business and doing radio, I find that most most people aren't sure. They're not, and they're a little timid about what to ask the advisor. They're not sure which questions. So hopefully this will help our listeners today. The first question you should ask is, what services do you provide? Great question. Great question. Again, most advisors or most most people that came to my door after we did our radio program really weren't sure. So we'd often ask them what what was happening. What we found is that the great, great, and I'm talking about 90 percentile plus of clients, they'd come to us and say, here's what my existing advisor did. Once a year, twice a year, we sit down and look at a statement and we move some of the assets around. And that's pretty well it. And we'll ask things like, okay, what about, uh, did they ask for your tax return? Do they understand your marginal tax bracket? No. Do they know what your insurance policies look like? Very rarely no. What about the retirement plan, your income stream? What about your goals? Maybe it was done 10 years ago and that plan is virtually useless now. So you want to look at a big picture to be successful, Will. And what would you relate that to? Anything in particular? Well, I would say just ask the advisor, and it's important to just find one that aligns with your needs. Um, Like making sure the investment side is covered is important, but Mm -hmm. typically you get the most value from a holistic planner. And like you said, someone who focuses on full financial planning, risk management, uh, retirement planning, tax planning, all that stuff is really important to make sure you're getting value for the fees you're paying. Yeah, a quick analogy of that is a a business. If you had a business with 40 or 50 employees, are you going to focus only on one side, only on sales? Are you going to ignore ignore your costs? Are you going to ignore your human resources? Are you going to ignore uh, your cash? Do you have enough cash to pay your suppliers? There's a whole host of things. They all need to work together to make a successful business. It's the same with your personal finances. There's a host of different things that need to be looked at. Great. So the next question you should ask is, what type of products can you buy? Uh, For example, there's there's some people, some advisors who, depending on how they're licensed, they can only buy mutual funds. They can't buy individual securities or ETFs. Many bank advisors are only allowed to sell their own proprietary products that are manufactured by the bank. And some of them might have a sales quota, too, that they have to reach. Well, that's it. This is, especially when you have some serious money. I mean, if you're starting out, that's not as important. 
But as you get serious money, this starts to become very important. It also can help reduce your costs. So we're going to talk about costs a little bit down the road. Absolutely. Do they have access to exchange-traded funds, individual shares, some alternative assets? Again, when you're dealing with serious money, you want to have a full slate of options in front of you. Just makes common sense. So the next thing you'd want to clarify before hiring an advisor is how will the relationship work? How often will we meet? Bingo. Super, super important. Now, again, what I heard from people who came to my office is here's what we often heard. They say, geez, my advisor only calls me once a year when it's time to put money in my RSP. And I, and, and I hear in that person's voice the frustration. They're saying, you know, that's just not good enough. And no, there should be a process. For example, do you meet twice a year? Okay, well, that's part of the pro ahead of time. We're going to meet twice a year, maybe once in the spring, once in the fall. Is there going to be contact in between that? You want to know what the process is for contact and updates. Huge, huge, huge. You just don't want to feel you're just there when, when the advisor wants to take some more money. That's not good. Yeah, for sure. If, if that's the case, you're not getting value for the fees you're paying. Like you said, you want someone who has a process to update your financial plan as needed, provide you guidance. Because financial planning, it's an ongoing process. It's not just a once a year, give me money. Um, you need to make sure that advisor has a process set up to, to provide you the services you need. And I'll give you an example. Like right now is a perfect mm -hmm. example as well, where we're going through a lot of market volatility this year. This is the time when your advisor should be contacting you, making sure Absolutely. everything's staying on track making sure you're calm, not panicking. This is when the advisor earns uh, their value. William, you hit it a lot up. And one other thing that I want to talk about it is kind of the experience of the advisor to provide the services they need. That's kind of part and parcel of this as far as I can see. In other words, and again, especially when you're dealing with some serious money, uh, let's say you're a business owner. Has the person, has the advisor do they have experience dealing with business owner and how much? Do they know how to deal with uh, the higher taxes in a corporate passive account? Do they know whether you should have an individual pension plan or not? Should you have a registered account or a non-registered account? What should be held in your corporation? What shouldn't be? Those are the types of questions that an experienced advisor who deals with a business owner is going to be able to answer for you. So again, if you're a business owner, those are extra questions for you. So the last question you should uh, ask before hiring an advisor is how do you get paid and, and how ah, much? Very, very important question. And again, well, there's several ways advisors gets paid. It can get confusing for someone yeah. who's, who's not in the business like us, because like you said, there's a few different ways. There's fee-based models, which are based upon how many assets you hold with the advisor. And there's subscription models or there's straight commission-based models out there as well. Yeah, so it's trade, important to understand trade. how that individual advisor operates, what the actual fee is. So just make sure you understand what you're paying. Yeah, and one of the things that we like to do is that make sure the fees are transparent. You don't want hidden fees. And that's really, really important because let's say, for example, you have a non-registered account for a million dollars. The tax deductibility is huge. If you have a 1% fee, that's $10,000. Now you've just created a $10,000 tax deduction for yourself. If you have embedded fees, you can't take that. Another thing you want to ask the advisor, does your fees get lower the bigger the account size? It makes common sense. It's like going into a store. 
if you buy a crate of tuna, you're going to get a cheaper unit price than if you buy one can. It's the same thing with your financial advice. It should reduce as the size of the account changes. Common sense stuff. Good stuff, Paul. Let's wrap it up for today. Just quickly, let's just quickly summarize for people. Again, the questions. The first questions are in the services that are provided and what you need. Uh, the secondly, what products uh, and uh, can you, are you licensed to distribute? How that relationship will work in terms of contact and reviews. And the last thing is cost. So those are really the four big points that you want to be aware of. Again, if anyone has any questions or topics you'd like us to cover, you can email us at infowestenwealth.com. With that being said, uh, let's say goodbye. Good time to wrap it up. We'll see everyone next time. Thanks, everyone. If you have any topics or questions you'd like us to cover, email us at info at westenwealth.com. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you next time. Cheers. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. This podcast was brought to you by West End Wealth Planning, an award-winning wealth planning practice catering to small and medium-sized business owners and to those looking to create a worry-free retirement for themselves and their families. To learn more, go to westendwealth.com. Don't forget to rate this podcast and subscribe to Retirement Straight Talk with Paul and William by going to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts.